Welcome back to episode 56 of the Alpha Male Buddhist from Brooklyn podcast. I'm your host, Miguel. Today in the podcast, we're going to listen to some clips from YouTube, uh, from what's called now, that's trending very high, it's the walk away movement. And it's people that were Democrats, liberals, that got fed up with the Democratic Party, which I don't believe in any party anyway, but the Democratic Party is retarded. They got fed up with it, with the with the lies, with the fake news, with the misleading, with the racism, the love of war, death, and destruction of our country. And they decided to just walk away. This movement was started by a man by the name of Brandon Straka. And he's going to be, I think, the second person, the second clip coming in on here. And it's it's very diverse. It's everybody. It's supposedly the sectors of the population. It's the groups in the population that the Democratic Party is supposed to be representing. And they're just getting trampled over and just mushed into a pack of lies, basically. So, I mean, if I have to explain this too much, then it's not really worth my while trying to explain it. I mean, this is something that, you know, if, if you're aware, you're going to see it. It doesn't really need to be explained. It's, it's self-evident. It's just truth. So there's a, some clips of people, you know, explaining, expressing why they chose to walk away or hashtag walk away on Twitter, I guess it is, from the Democratic Party. Again, I don't bind the Democratic Republican like uh, the comedian Bill Hicks said, you know, you know, I vote for the puppet on the left. No, I vote for the puppet on the right. Well, you know what? They're being controlled by the same puppet master. So it's doesn't make any sense but but i'll tell you what the democratic party's really really not in our best interest so we're gonna listen to these clips of people that chose to walk away and again yeah let's get into it man good morning facebook family youtube family twitter family this is my walk away video I had the, uh, the honor and the privilege of having Brandon Strzok on my show a few weeks ago. I was speaking to him over the weekend. An amazing young man that has uh, launched a movement called Walk Away, hashtag Walk Away. And he'd asked me to do a video, and I've been waiting for the right time to do it, and for the time to do it, and uh, the time is now. And if you don't know what that is, the Walk Away movement, uh, just search the hashtag. Look up Brandon Strzok, and uh, it's S-T-R-A-K-A and listen to what he's got to say, but it's a movement that's actually gaining massive momentum as people from all backgrounds, walks, races, and uh, and political affiliations uh, are choosing to walk away from everything that is the current Democrat platform and that is the, the Democrat ideology. So I, David J. Harris Jr., I walk away from the notion that all black folks have to vote Democrat I walk away from the notion that I have to do what my parents did or what my father did. My dad voted for Obama. Most of the black side of my family voted for Obama and supported him. I walk away from the notion that I have to do what my parents or grandparents did. I walk away from the notion, the idea that I have to follow blindly behind Democrat leaders that have done nothing but sold the black community down the river for votes that haven't done anything for the black community. I walk away from the idea that the uh, the very founding 
of the Democrat Party was founded in slavery. They founded the Ku Klux Klan. They supported segregation. They fought for Jim Crow laws. And they fight for abor abortion. I walk away from the notion that somehow in the 60s, all of that just tra magically transformed and changed and they became the, the movement and the party of the, of the civil rights uh, movement. I walk away from that lie. I walk away from the lies that the mainstream media continues to perpetuate against conservatives. I walk away from all the black celebrities and athletes that want to talk trash about our president, that want to support uh, Democrat ideologies and policies that have been detrimental to the black community and to America's community as a whole. I walk away from the notion and the idea that a baby inside the womb is not a human being. I walk away from the idea that it's human tissue that can be done with as a woman pleases. I walk away from that entirely. I walk away from the idea that it's hate that's going to make our country great. I walk away from the idea that it's continued pursuit and perpetuated hate and uh, and demonizing anybody that opposes my views and my beliefs. I walk away from the idea that that's ever going to create any kind of unity in our country. I walk away from the ideas of the Democrat Party, of the Democrat plantation, of those of crazy Maxine Waters and Nancy Pelosi. I walk away from the idea that we need to abolish ICE. We need ICE. They protect Americans. I walk away from the idea that it should be illegal immigrants first over American citizens. I walk away from the idea that uh, the Democrat Party established back in the 60s that began to strategically implement social welfare programs and government aid to black mothers as long as there were no fathers in the house. I walk away from the idea that that had anything whatsoever to do with supporting the black community. And I understand and believe it had everything to do with subduing the black community. I walk away from everything that's, uh, that's democratic, that's socialist. I walk away from the idea that socialism is a good idea when it's never worked in any country that's ever implemented it. All a person has to do is research the countries that have implemented socialism and see the ultimate destruction and, de and demise of that society and of, of that country. I walk away from the idea that we need to have a big government that tells us what to do and how to do, uh, what to do with our resources. That though I walk away from the idea that the government is going to make better use of our funds for our families than we will. I walk away from everything that is the socialism movement, the progressive movement, movement, it is a communist movement that has never worked and never been a good movement for the people. I, David J. Harris Jr., walk away. Share your own walk away video, hashtag walk away. Help support Brandon Strzok in this movement. Help Americans to see that America as a whole believes in the goodness and the intention of all Americans for all Americans that race baiting and race dividing is not the answer, that victimizing and victimhood is not the answer to live a healthy life, that, uh, that speaking life over people and hoping for the best and coming together as adults and communicating and actually researching, doing your own research for yourself. I walk away that research from the, from the idea that research is not the answer. So 
Share your own walkaway video, hashtag walkaway. Thank you, Brandon Strzok, for starting this movement. I absolutely believe it's gonna be massive for what the United States needs and for what Americans need to combat what the mainstream media continues to perpetuate, which is nothing but a bunch of hate. God bless you. Once upon a time, I was a liberal. Well, to be honest, less than a year ago, I was still a liberal. I became a liberal because I felt I had found a tribe whose values aligned with my own. I staunchly reject racism of any kind. I reject the marginalization of any human being based off of their gender or sexual orientation. I reject tyrannical groupthink. I reject a system which allows an ambitious, misinformed, and dogmatic mob to suppress free speech, create false narratives, and apathetically steamroll over the truth. I reject the acceptance of junk science and superstition to advance ideological agendas. I reject hate. These are the reasons why I became a liberal. And these are the same reasons why I am now walking away. For years now, I have watched as the left has devolved into intolerant, inflexible, illogical, hateful, misguided, ill-informed, un-American, hypocritical, menacing, callous, ignorant, narrow-minded, and at times, blatantly fascistic behavior and rhetoric. Liberalism has been co-opted and absorbed by the very characteristics it claims to fight against. For years now, I've watched as people on the left have become anesthetized to their own prejudices and bigotry, and the prejudices and bigotry of those around them who echo their values. I have watched as formerly sensible people who claim to reject racism have come to embrace the principles of universally hating and blaming all of society's problems on all people who have white skin. I have witnessed the irony of advocacy for gender equality morph into blatant hatred and intolerance of men and masculinity. I have seen the once earnest fight for equality for the LGBT community mutate into an illogical demonization of heteronormativity and the push to vilify and attack our conventional concepts of gender. These same self-proclaimed victims of intolerance now turning on the gay community that they attached themselves to to advance their agenda, now calling gay people privileged and themselves victims of injustice. I have watched as the left has allowed themselves to become hypnotized by false narratives and conclusions perpetuated by social justice warriors who misrepresent and misconstrue facts, evidence, and events to confirm their own biases that everyone who does not comply with their prejudicial conclusions and follow their orders is a racist, a bigot, a Nazi, a white supremacist, homophobic, Islamophobic, xenophobic, misogynistic, and alt-right extremist. And I have watched as they have used these heartless and carelessly assigned labels to intimidate, threaten, bully, silence, attack, unemploy, blacklist, and destroy anybody who dares to fight back. They'll come for me, and then they'll come for you. And worst of all, the Democratic Party and the liberal media has embraced, affirmed, aided, and abetted this cult ideology. In an effort to gain voters and maintain power, the Democratic Party that I once loved has joined forces with the extremist left. The Democratic Party and the liberal media now believe their own ill-gotten conclusions and have ominously decided that they, and only they, know the remedy for society's ills. The left has decided that the solution to problems with race relations in America is more racism. The left believes that attacking, insulting, and dehumanizing one group of people elevates another. 
The left now believes that there are no boundaries when telling lies, omitting the truth, or misrepresenting facts when telling the news, because their end justifies their means. The left has now decided that its point of view is the only acceptable one, and that suppressing, censoring, and banning open dialogue and debate is virtuous and progressive. The Democratic Party has adopted a deleterious belief system, happily and without skepticism, separating people into groups based off of identity and then organizing them into camps of victims and oppressors. If you are a person of color, an LGBT person, a woman, or an American immigrant, the Democratic Party wants you to know that you are a victim and destined to stay that way. They will insist that you are a victim doomed to exist within a system that is rigged against you. That you are a victim of systemic oppression. That you are a victim of your circumstances. And that no amount of hard work or motivational action will ever allow you to overcome your victimhood or the privilege of those around you. This is perhaps the Democratic Party's greatest and most insidious lie. But if you are a minority in America today, the left-wing politicians and the liberal media don't want you to ever discover this lie. So they bombard us with stories designed to reinforce the narrative that you are in danger, that you cannot succeed. They manipulate your fears and concerns by telling you that you're disadvantaged, disempowered, and disposable to everyone except them. They will tell you that you need them. They will tell you that you are only safe under their supervision. They will promise to liberate you from all that chains you. And then, they will do absolutely nothing for you. Once upon a time, I was a liberal. But liberalism has changed, and I will no longer be a part of an ideology or political party that represents everything that contradicts my values of unity, equal opportunity, personal empowerment, compassion, and love. So I am walking away, and I encourage all of you to do the same. Walk away. heard of walk away the walk away campaign I've been listening to these testimonials that people have been leaving on Brendan Straka's YouTube channel it's called um, uh, hashtag walk away hashtag walk away fan site actually is the name of the YouTube channel I'll, I'll put a link in the description and um, I've been listening to people tell the stories of why they decided to leave the Democratic Party or stop being being a liberal, I guess. Well, they're not stopping being a liberal, and that's the sad part, and that's kind of the heart of the campaign, I think, is people saying you don't represent me anymore. I don't even recognize you guys anymore. What is this? And the funny, it goes along with what I talked about in my last video where you're just, you're just flabbergasted by how people could become so extreme. And you're shocked by the level of lies the media will tell. And 
you find yourself choking back a lot of what you want to say because it's like something has come over all the people that still watch the mainstream news and only the mainstream news and who who are stuck in a bubble really so something has come over them and something has come over the whole media and these testimonials on the walkaway fan site are all from people who have decided enough is enough and they're walking away that's why it's called that okay so an interesting thing about this is Brandon Straka, the guy who made the movement. He put out a video probably, I, I don't know, I don't know when exactly. I think I saw it two weeks ago. And it was so good. It was so good, and he is so attractive and well-spoken that I did think for a minute that it might not be organic. And it didn't really matter to me. Just like the Q thing doesn't matter to me. It doesn't matter to me who Q is, what Q is. And it doesn't even matter to me what the original intentions or current intentions of the actual Q entity are. Because whatever those would be, these things take on lives of their own, right? Q has taken on a life of its own. I don't think the Q person or entity or group could could control it if they wanted to at this point I don't it's the people it's the movement it's the truth it's this commitment to finding out the truth and holding people accountable and deciding recognizing in each other that we all want the same things we're all disgusted by the same things we're we're all very very much still sensible good upstanding people that's the beautiful thing about that and the same can be said with walk away it doesn't matter if brendan straka the guy who is behind this uh was paid by someone to write that testimonial or, or given a script and he filmed himself reading it. it it didn't matter to me because the sentiment and the people being attracted to it are real and the feeling is real. And the momentum is real, right? That's how I feel. <clears throat> that being said, I saw Brendan on Tucker Carlson. I do, not, I do not really watch the mainstream news at all, but I will see things, you know, clips of things through other social media. And I saw Brendan on Tucker, and he convinced me I don't think he's fake. <laughs> I don't. I also just saw him do a call to action, which I'm going to talk about in a moment. And he seems 100% genuine to me. That's just my opinion, but I don't get any fake vibes off him at all. So uh, I think it's just lucky that for us that he is so, uh, he's such a great representative for it. He's just so well-spoken and he's passionate, passionate. He's passionate about it. I would, if you haven't heard of this by some miracle... Well, it is still small. Then, then go check it out. I think there's a Facebook fan page. If you put hashtag walk away, you'll find him. Uh, I think he's on Twitter too. And I think he's called Unsilent Majority. Or maybe Unsilent Minority. Oh, gosh. I don't know. Hopefully you can find it. I'll put links. What was my point? <laughs> Oh, yes. So he's done a call to action. 
he would like to hear from conservatives as well as people who've walked away from the Democrats. Because, according to him, one of his main arguments is that the press, the media, they're just so full of crap. They're, they lie about all of us. What he is seeing um, with regards to the movement, and this, this is so typical, they, they are talking about him all over the place. They're talking about the movement all over the place. But no left-wing media has contacted him for his statement at all. Isn't that just so like them? They'll talk about you, but they won't talk to you. And they can't take the chance of talking to him because he's going to blow them out of the water. He, he knows what he's talking about. He, he's real. He, they're not going to be able to prove he's fake. He's real. Because they're calling him and the people following him bots, right? <laughs> Again, I would say that's projection. And that's, that's part of the narcissism. I, I said I was going to talk about the narcissistic dynamic in society, and I will. Because this is actually a really good example of it. They're trying to smear him and tear down this campaign by saying that it's fake. And the reason they're doing that is to a narcissist or to a narcissistic system, the false narrative is everything. If you think about it like this, um, the false narrative is to a narcissist what crack cocaine is to a crack addict. Okay? They cannot, they cannot let anything interfere with their false narrative. They can't for a minute forget about the false narrative. They're addicted to the false narrative. The false narrative is them. That is what they are. They would crumble, dry up, and blow away if it wasn't for the false narrative. They're completely empty. The only thing a narcissist gets out of life is seeing the thing, the people around them play along with their false narrative. That makes them happy. Nothing else makes them happy. Nothing else makes them happy. Uh, and I see the world being brought under one giant false narrative, which is progressivism. And I, I want to do a video about it because, well, I, I just want to talk about it, quite frankly. <laughs> maybe it'll be interesting, maybe it won't be. But mainly my point about doing this video is to try and get you to go and, and think about making a video testimonial to support this walkaway movement. I might make one. I'm not sure. Um, I guess I should. I mean, I have all the equipment and I'm at the ready. But anyway, think about doing it. He, he's getting tons of written testimonials, but he says it's so easy for the media to just say that those are fake. But like he said, and I agree, pretty hard for them to argue that 10, 20, 30, 50, 100,000 video testimonials are all from Russian bots, <laughs> are all actors. Yeah, I've watched a lot of them so far, and uh, they give me goosebumps. They make me choke up because, again, we see the divisions are just fake. They're fake. We don't need to be scared of each other. We don't need to uh, make assumptions about each other. We need to trust each other that the good people are still out there and and that's we got to find one another. We got to start talking to one another. So this is a good chance for you to do it. Help smash the false narrative. Let's 
let's let's rip it apart. Let's tear it down, stomp on it, set it on fire, and be be done with it forever. Peace out. All right, everyone, I figured I'd make my walk away video, you know, hashtag walk away. It's basically a sub movement right now of encouraging people to leave the Democratic Party for various uh, reasons. A lot of people, I think it's they're actually further left and they're leaving it because it's led by someone like Pelosi, who's not actually technically on the left. We got to understand a lot of people, if they're like partisan Republicans, they always make the mistake. Well, the Democrats are totally far left, the totally liberal. Well, yeah, they got some Marxist tendencies, that's sure. But, you know, <laughs> there are a lot of Republicans. They're basically 95% the same. What's the difference between John McCain and Hillary Clinton? John McCain is more avowedly and unabashedly pro-war, whereas Hillary Clinton's more like hush-hush about it and then laughs about it afterwards once genocide's been committed like in Libya. Not a big difference to be sure. <laughs> Both a couple of chicken hawks, basically. But uh, I figured I would relate, for anyone who doesn't know this, uh, because I don't know that I've mentioned it in the in the course of my political analysis in some years and over a hundred thousand people I think have probably joined this channel since I last told it. I figured I would talk about basically why I left the Democratic Party, you know, in more depth because I've mentioned I, I voted for Obama in 2008. That was the first time that I voted. I wasn't quite old enough to vote for W or uh, John Kerry, but it's like in that election, I probably just would have stayed home. Who fucking cares? They're both they're both old, boring, warmonger, basically corporate centrists. Where's the choice? There is none. W happens to be like a foot shorter and a little bit less coherent, and John Kerry's far more boring. Not a big difference. Uh, and they're both boring, ultimately. W was basically an absentee president for the last two years. Didn't want to make any appearances because he'd been grown so unpopular. It was like sub-20% <laughs> approval at certain points. And then I voted for Ron Paul in 2012. You gotta understand, I'm not a Republican. Uh, I've never joined a party in any official capacity. I've never donated to a political campaign. I thought about it with Ron Paul. Also thought about it with Rand. I, I backed, honestly, in this last election, my candidate of first choice was Rand Paul. That's the person I wanted to be the standard bearer of the Republican Party. When Rand Paul endorsed Donald Trump, it became possible for me to then vote for him. If he, if he had refused to, if he had become never Trump, I would have said, well, I trust Rand's instincts and, you know, I like the cut of his jib, basically. Maybe I'll have to think more about this. And when, uh, you got to remember, when Trump chose Mike Pence, Evangelo Khan as his running mate, I wasn't sure that I could stay on board for a brief moment in time. I was like, well, I'll go back to basically the default, which is the Libertarian Party at this point. But then uh, Gary Johnson went nuts. So I was like, you know, well, everyone else is nuts. At least Trump is sane, essentially. And, and I don't think he'll start a nuclear war or do something stupid. Uh, by the way, I don't believe in the thir third party is a wasted vote meme. Because it is. It's like, you know, vote for a party that's not worth governing is a meme, essentially. Essentially, the Democrats. So I chose to do hashtag walk away around 2010. And the reason may surprise some people, because I've been cast off as like, well, you're on the right. You're a conservative or, or, you know, whatever. You're an extremist because you believe in free speech. It's a form of extremism now, I guess, believing the Constitution. Uh, what I would say is the reason why I went from voting Obama in 2008 to within the first couple of years really being like, eh, uh, you know, I, I had considered myself vaguely to be a liberal kind of a Democrat at the time, but then I'm like, fuck this. Obama didn't do any of the things that he was supposed to do. For a voter like me, my, my primary concern was, hey, the economy is collapsing and I'm about to enter college. 
not great, but really it was the Iraq war, government surveillance, things like that. Obama expanded the surveillance apparatus. He at least temporarily expanded the scope of operations in Iraq and Afghanistan. He never got us out of either of those conflicts. We're still there to this day. They've been scaled back, especially in Iraq now, because some stability was achieved. You know, the goal of uh, ridding the area of ISIS predominantly has worked. Um, you know, it's still a concern. It still exists, but it's, it's better as a rule than it was before for some years. Uh, meanwhile, in Afghanistan, we've actually added more troops, which I'm not happy about. I would just leave the situation entirely and say, hey, the Afghan government, you're a sovereign nation. I, I would be willing to pay reparations for infrastructure uh, damage that our military did over time. But ultimately, it's not our battle. We can send in contractors. We can see you can hire mercenaries, certainly, if you want to. We can have an advisory position, but we're not going to fight your battle for you. Uh, you've got to do that on your own. Maybe you'd think about just slaughtering the Taliban wholesale and see what happens. Maybe it would be better. Uh, of course, you get a problem with, with different tribes not really wanting to be near each other in, the, in a national capacity. Uh, but Obama, he wasn't anti-war. See, people saying, well, you're some remarkable progressive, like he was the first gay president. Or no, no, all he did was back off of defending DOMA. And it's like, I supported gay marriage before the Obama era, had no problem. It's like, there's one thing Bush, you know, irked me on, because he's like, well, you know, traditional marriage, we need a defensive marriage act. It's like, bullshit. No, we don't. <laughs> we don't need any, any such thing. It's a government contract. We're not talking about invading the church or something. Uh, he was never on the forefront of actual moral progress or social progress, I should say. He wasn't really a liberal in, in even really the fiscal sense. He raised taxes, the health insurance mandate. But that was just corporate health care. Uh, I oppose the ACA totally. I think it should be entirely ripped apart and replaced with the system we were using. Seemed to work fine to me. Yeah, every system has its quirks. But just the fact that something is broken doesn't mean that, you know, hitting it with a hammer is going to fix it. Yeah, maybe a little bit, but another chunk might fall off. Who knows? The reason that I chose to walk away from the Democratic Party, really, though, ultimately, is because the Democrats walked away from me. Look, the position of the left in general, the young left, in the mid-2000s, we're talking the Bush era, pro-free speech, end government surveillance, no more proxy wars, that's bullshit, we need accountability, we need a government that at least appears to give a damn about the situation. Because currently, under Bush, we didn't. The Democratic Party, once it actually got control, though, within a few years it was evident they weren't going to do any of those things. They kept the surveillance up, they kept the warmongering up, they kept the, the censorship bullshit up, the moral haranguing, the hand-wringing. They, they were willing to work with Republicans and could pass something unanimously if it was a shitty idea, but if it was a good idea, it got bogged down in committee and never went anywhere. Gitmo never closed. It's uh, you know still open, I believe, to this day. Well, that's, a, that's funny. That was one of his main campaign promises. I will close Guantanamo. Hey, Mr. President, when are you going to get around to that? Oh, I don't know. 20,000 years from now, maybe? It's dumb. Obama did a few things that were okay, uh, and the Democrats at the time as well. The Cuban uh, embargo ending was a good thing. Obama didn't get in the way of our oil boom. I thought that was good, although on that, you know, if he had actually crowed about that, a lot of his own fans would have cried foul because they'd be like, you sound like a far-right Republican. You want to poison the whales with natural gas uh, drilling or something. Uh, they would have said something like that. But the Democrats that had been, when they were an outside movement, anti-surveillance and anti-opaque government and, and pro-transparency and pro-peace, 
they, they entirely flipped during the Obama era. And then they dared, they had the audacity to call people like me racist for daring to criticize Obama with the same criticism as we were levying against Bush. That's what the Democratic Party did. Now they've made their bed, now they have to lay in it. They oversaw years and years of fiscal crisis and endless warmongering. It was ridiculous. It was totally ridiculous. They should have known better. And now they've suffered, now as a result of their mishandling of the economy and of foreign policy especially, Trump is in charge. And I voted for Donald Trump. I chose to walk away from the Democrats. Now, I'm not a uh, straight ballot, you know, well, I'm going to vote nonstop Republicans. I'm not a Republican. I never will be a Republican. As long as people like Pat Robertson and Rick Santorum exist, I can never join and support fully the Republican Party. But there are some Republicans with sense. I still like Rand Paul and his dad, Ron Paul, and probably everyone else in their family. They seem down-to-earth people. Like an actual, you know, average American family that has you know, become rich because so many of them have been in Congress now. Uh, Trump, he's a multi-billionaire business Democrat. He's one of the few sane Democrats left, and he is basically. He, he has an R after his name. That's the party. As far as his ideology goes, he's not some uh, holy warrior. Oh, I'm a holy roller now, says Donald Trump, and I own 10 machine guns. No, that's not him. No, absolutely. He's a Manhattan penthouse dweller, sort of like Bloomberg in that capacity. If, if Bloomberg had more money and more IQ points, he could pass for Donald Trump. But you're never going to hear that from the media. They'd li rather cast him off as like a far-right Nazi or something, which is totally ridiculous as well. The Democrats, I choose to keep walking away from them because they keep walking in a very leftward direction. And it's really ridiculous because it's not going to work. It's, it's bad as a campaign strategy. They've gone way out in left field and they've convinced themselves that if they talk about socialism, somehow that's going to win them elections. Okay, maybe in New York City, maybe in California, not nationwide. It's never going to happen. The country is beginning to move in the opposite direction. They've lost. Th their final issue was immigration and they lost on it. It's now marching through July. In August, there's no campaigning for a lot of those critical seats that the Democrats can do. Because six of those positions, uh, they're going to have no August recess in the Senate. So the Democrats have made their bed and they have to lay in it. Uh, the walk away thing, I saw some people yesterday trying in vain to defend the left. They're like, oh, walk away hashtag is being spread by bots. And I'm like, hey, you know, I've got a quarter million subscribers on YouTube. Go ahead and call me a bot. My fans know better. And I'm like, I'm basically part of this. It's just that I'm not walking away now. I walked away, you know, back in 2010. I had to. The Democratic Party began to shift towards corporatism, towards establishmentarian sort of authoritarianism, and towards far leftism and, and a high tax model. And it still is right now. It still hasn't learned its lesson. This is why I think Trump probably wins a second term. And I'm not alone in thinking that. You look at the keys to the White House, dude. I'm sure that by, the, by 2020, Trump will probably have sealed the deal in his estimation too. It'd be funny to see what Scott Adams says. A lot of people just knew him as the cartoonist for Dilbert. And, of course, he was better on the election, along with Malnew and, and Cernovich and some others, uh, than people that they like make seven figures a year specifically to be political analysts. Like a Nate Silver. He makes money hand over fist. He has the penthouse and the tequila shots and stuff. Uh, he didn't know what was going on. He doesn't know. The Democratic Party almost walked away from me more than I walked away from the Democratic Party. I would still consider voting for them, but they've got to become worth voting for. Give me a candidate that's actually worth casting a ballot for. Maybe you can get my vote. But right now, I'm looking at the Democrats. I'm not really seeing much. There's really not a lot there. They're talking about, oh, Kamala Harris for president, 22. Joe Biden, haven't you tried this before? Are you nuts? 
you're going to get stomped into, into a mud patch by Trump if you try to put Biden or Clinton or Bernie Sanders against it. Bernie Sanders isn't going to run. He probably won't even be alive by 2020. The dude's in his mid-70s already. He'd be almost 80 by that point. Do you think that an 80-year-old man is capable of campaigning very hard? No, when a politician is that old, it's because they no longer really have to campaign because they're a perpetual fixture of Congress or some Supreme Court justice who doesn't have to campaign at all. They can sit there and be demented. Nobody can get rid of them. Takes an inordinate effort to get rid of them. Never happens. Haven't there only ever been two SCOTUS uh, justices ever actually removed from that position in the history of the United States or something? It's some insanely tiny number. The number of people that get impeached from their office is surprisingly low considering the number of crimes that are committed in D.C. every single day. Mostly they resign so they can keep their pension. That's really what it's, what it's about. So basically, get out of our way. Yeah, you, you broke the law. We'll forgive and forget, but you know, you got to get out of office because you become a political liability. So fucking resign. It's basically, it's like Anthony Weiner. Doesn't he still technically, I think, get his pension and stuff? It'd be hilarious. That's about all. Peace out. What's up, Walk Away Movement? Uh, my name is Devin Cates. I'm originally from Kentucky, and I'm living in the very blue New York City right now. But as you can see, I'm all about that MAGA, baby. I'm so excited about this movement. I'm so grateful for this movement, and it is so refreshing to see all these people from all these different walks of life walking away and validating how I feel. I, I honestly, I was anti-Trump when he first came out and as he was going through the campaign, I was like, this is totally insane. How in the world, I was, I, I, there was no way I was gonna vote for Trump, but I was, there was no way I was gonna vote for Hillary either. Um, but I self-admittedly, I laughed at Trump and I self-admittedly used to be a sheep because I would believe fake news and I believed things that were not true and I would perpetuate things that I regret doing now because I was brainwashed and it's hard to believe that this has all changed so quickly but I'm so grateful that I woke up and I realized it uh, during the campaign when I actually started paying attention. Um, I watched a debate and then the news media started spreading all this stuff that was never actually said. Uh, there was words twisted. It was just mind blowing. And it was, I, I watched the debate myself and I was like, that, no, no, that, that's not what he said. I don't like the guy, but that's not what he said. And I'd go research, I'd go watch back and sure enough, it was completely wrong. And it, it blew me away. I was like, wait a minute, this is crazy. Uh, so then I started really paying attention, uh, watched the next debate. I watched all the rallies. I would do, I would check everything myself and boy, did it completely change my world. And the second, the second I started questioning things and maybe thinking that Donald Trump was not that bad. And I, I posted that thought online. The second I did that, everybody came at me. Everyone started attacking me. People I had known all my life, people I didn't know at all were somehow getting on my Facebook and finding what I had posted and coming at me. It was, it was unbelievable. And I couldn't believe it. This, this, this was not happening. 
And so it just got worse and worse and it made me want to research more and it made me want to check out things 100% make sure I knew what I was talking about because I started thinking maybe I'm crazy. Maybe I'm maybe I'm just crazy, you know? This is this, I'm just something's wrong with me. But the more I looked, the more things happened. The crazier the left got, the more I realized I had found something and I realized I was part of the sheep before and I was getting out and I'm out. I'm no longer, I will never vote Democrat again. I used to vote for whatever side I liked, but I will never, ever vote Democrat again. It is unbelievable what has happened and how, how sadly brainwashed people are. There's no other way to put it. But I'm so grateful that this movement has helped me validate that I am not the only one who thinks this way. I keep reading stories from people from all walks of life that realize things exactly like I did and it makes me feel so much better. And this movement is huge. We have to make it happen. This is a huge, huge movement and it's necessary for our country. It's completely necessary. So thank you all for sharing your stories and I hope that my story can help some of you out there and, and make you realize that we've all been through the same thing and we're all waking up and we're finally walking away and I'm very excited. Um, I'm ready for some more bad stuff to come out about these sniveling politicians. I'm ready to drain the swamp. Let's go Trump. Let's drain the swamp. All right, y'all, I'm done. Uh, I just wanted to tell my story. I am, I am free, free thought. I love everyone and I, I want everyone from all walks of life to be a part of this movement because we are just Americans. This is our country. It doesn't matter what we look like. We are Americans. I love you all. Have a great day, and let's make America great again, baby. Welcome to the Alpha Male Buddhist from Brooklyn podcast. I'm your host, Miguel. I like to cover topics from ancient history, great leaders and generals from the past, and I also like to talk about self-realization, truth, critical thinking, and strategic spirituality. Outside the box, nonconformist. I'm here to shatter the myths of the mainstream media and the beta sheeple narrative. Welcome to the Alpha Male Buddhist from Brooklyn podcast. My email address is alphamalebuddhist at gmail.com. My website is alphamalebuddhist.podbean.com and my subreddit is reddit.com forward slash r forward slash alphamalebuddhist. That's my subreddit where you can uh, comment and interact with other listeners. And it's a great forum to sit and have an open dialogue. So, again, thank you for listening and namaste.